Howdy, pilgrims. Welcome back to Venture Pill. We've got a packed dose to get to today, and here's the lowdown. First, we'll break down Thesis's $13.5 million funding round. The startup is looking to tap into the $11 billion global nootropics market through their personalized science-backed formulas. Then stick with us for a breakdown on Cohere, which just raised $250 million led by Inovia Capital at a reported $2 billion valuation. Uh, the company is doing what OpenAI did with ChatGBT, but gearing it towards the enterprise market. Excited to unpack that one. After that, we'll cover Duetti's recent funding round to the tune of $32 million and hear about how the startup is getting in on the music catalog sales market by providing funding to independent rising artists in exchange for full catalogs or individual songs. Pretty cool. And lastly, you'll hear about Healthy.io, hot off a $50 million Series D led by Schusterman Family Investments, and how their game-changing technology will help millions of people detect chronic kidney disease using their smartphone. Incredible. Truly an immaculate compilation of startups on a long overdue traditional dose of the pill. And with that, let's dive right into this week's dose. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein by the hosts and their guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast should not be construed as reflecting the views or implied endorsement of independent brokerage solutions, LLC, or any of its officers, employees, or agents. The statements made herein should not be considered an investment opinion, advice, or recommendation regarding securities of any company. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy a security. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right, leading things off this week, we have Thesis, which just raised $13.5 million in total funding. This funding round was actually comprised of a previously undisclosed $5 million seed round, and then a recently announced and closed $8.4 million Series A. Backers in these rounds included Unilever Ventures, Redo Ventures, Trust Ventures, NBA star and current playoff player Kevin Love. Master of the Outlet Pass. <laughs> Master baby. of the Outlet Pass. And his fiance and superstar model, Kate Bach, as well as many other investors. So Thesis is an NYC-based startup that offers personalized nootropic formulas to enhance performance based on brain chemistry. So these products are formulated with clinically studied active ingredients with the highest possible bioavailability, and they adhere to the FDA current good manufacturing process, which I know maybe doesn't sound like the most strict process, but rest assured we looked into it. That is the strictest guidelines that a <laughs> substance like this can go through. I don't want to mess with the FDA uh, GMP there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so what are nootropics? How do they work? Um, well, it's natural potent ingredients that boost cognition and productivity. So there are hundreds of nootropics, but certainly mushrooms come to mind. Um, there's also adaptogens. And they increase motivation, alertness, creativity, and oftentimes clear brain fog. Sounds so pretty good. Sounds like a lot of good stuff to yeah. me. So for instance, Thesis has a, a bunch of formulas. First, the energy formula built to overcome fatigue, the clarity formula, uh, 
to enter a flow state mm-hmm. and then their motivation formula which decreases procrastination i think we could probably use that <laughs> all of those could use that for this uh, prep for this week's dose yeah. um, but basically they help brain pathways operate better so supporting brain en- energy optimizing neurotransmitter status cerebral circulation and much more thesis comes into the mix by helping find the right blend for the specific person in your brain right yeah and this is Somewhat of a trend we've seen, re- and this is somewhat of a rising trend we've seen recently. What comes to mind for me is mud water, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like a coffee alternative, and it's using lion's mane mushroom, chaga mushrooms. I think the use of mushrooms in general has kind of been increasing uh, in in every aspect of oh, the world. Sure. Yeah, but a little bit more on how the process works here with thesis. So you start by going to the site. You take a pretty rigorous quiz. I actually took it and was questioning. How'd you do? <laughs> I passed with flying colors. No, they actually, they, they made me think about myself, like how much do you sleep? You know, what's your energy like? Um, so a pretty rigorous quiz, definitely got to know me pretty well. And then based off those answers, they recommend a personalized blend and provide a lot of data points, numbers, graphs, pretty colors, whatever it is, it's a pretty compelling argument. Okay. Um, definitely had me, you know, hovering over the subscribe now button. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the subscription, essentially you get, you know, monthly deliveries of your personalized blend and that subscription costs $79 a month. So expensive, but you know, if it's doing as, if it's doing as it's advertised to boost your mood, your yeah. energy, your motivation, uh, I think many people will be able to justify that. And I should mention Last thing included with the subscription is one-to-one coaching sessions with clinically trained professionals to maximize and optimize results. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And that honestly differentiates it a little little bit from what I was going to suggest sounds similar as athletic Mm -hmm. greens and and kind of healthy greens. Um, There's other other versions out there, but athletic greens, gosh, you see that all over Austin and just all over media. Their advertising is insane. Um, I wonder if Thesis could take a page out of their book. Well, um, in some way, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because with Athletic Greens, first you know influencer that comes to mind is Sahil Bloom, right? I see him okay. like dropping his affiliate link and a lot. Huberman. And Huberman, yeah, I mean, this is our opportunity. Yeah. I hope to get uh, you know sponsored or mentioned by the Huberman podcast, but there's probably a thesis.com backslash forward slash Huberman or something yeah, that would yeah. give you a deal uh, to any listeners that are interested out there. But he certainly talks about nootropics, and you know there is a little bit of a smokescreen of skepticism around nootropics. It's definitely a kind of developing field. Some people Mm -hmm. may say this does absolutely nothing for me. Others live and die by the thing and need it, uh, which is similar to Athletic Greens, right? Some people are skeptical and some people, Sawhill Blooms of the world, uh, swear by it. And, you know, there's a lot of... uh, passion on both sides of the, of the field. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's kind of the thing where you don't really know if it's working well, but, it, right. you know, if... Well, I, I think there is, like, room for a placebo effect type of thing, too, where you start taking these, you know, personalized nootropics that also coincides with you're going to the gym more often, you're getting more sunlight, you're doing more cardio. Yeah, it's hard to drill it down, but right. if it's making you feel better and think better of yourself, like you're being healthy and... Uh, I think there's a lot to be said for that and investing in your health. I'm never going to, yeah. I'm never going to, um, argue against that. Yeah. So I, $79 I a month. I don't know. It, it, it depends, you know, they're probably targeting a, a wealthier yeah. you know, segment of the market, let's just say, but I'd say a lot yeah. of people who'd be willing to pay that. Right. I mean, I think, you know, of all the, of all the exorbitant prices to justify or try to justify your health is first and foremost, or should yeah. be. Um, so there's definitely an argument to be made, and I'm I'm curious. Maybe I'll uh, look for a Huberman uh, yeah. 20% off promo code. code yeah. Report back. Okay, <laughs> great. 
Well, moving on to our second company of this week's dose, we have Cohere, which just raised $250 million, led by Inovia Capital, at a reported $2 billion valuation. Double unicorn situation, Double folks. Uni. Yeah, um, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a round. It was also um, unclear whether this round had officially closed, but this is all um, from reports from New York Times and, and some other articles we'll have linked but the round included participation from Index Ventures as well as uh, reportedly NVIDIA and Salesforce. So some That's, strategics yeah. there. So well, this company, they're a Toronto-based generative AI startup looking to get in on the fun, as many of us have seen and we've we covered plenty of times. <laughs> uh, AI is back in the news, not going to go anywhere. Joining the likes of OpenAI, right, mm -hmm. which has popularized this of recent with a trans truly transformational product in ChatGPT. Seriously. Um, most of us have heard of it, played around with it at this point. Um, but Cohere's doing, a little, doing something a little bit different. Right. And as you said, ChatGPT has essentially become a household name, right? Everyone's mm -hmm. talking about it. feels like deja vu between you and I of talking about an AI deja startup. Deja vu all over again. All over again, baby. Uh, but yeah, so as you mentioned, there's a slight difference here with Cohere as opposed to ChatGPT. And the main difference is that Cohere is focusing on enterprise as opposed to consumers. So, so they sell to companies like Spotify, as well as Hometown Hero, local favorite, Jasper AI. Yep. And yeah, the key differentiator is that they do not have access to these companies' valuable proprietary data, uh, which is certainly a bit of a hot button issue within this AI space, right? Yeah. We don't necessarily know what the possible repercussions of giving these open AI, chat GPT type of companies all of our data. Try not to, obviously. Uh, so having that difference of not granting access is certainly a big differentiator, especially for enterprise clients. And yeah, like we mentioned, ChatGPT was kind of the first mover, did, a, did its job in terms of getting this type of technology out and available to the masses. Mm -hmm. Now we've been experimenting with it for probably a good part of six months or so mm -hmm. now. And their business model, though, and product strategy don't align necessarily that well with those of big enterprises with tons of data and IP and things that they need to keep private. No, totally. So that's really where Cohere steps in. And so one of their founders, Aiden Gomez, basically said outright, they're not going to be competing with OpenAI and ChatGPT. They're not going to get into the consumer space. They're going to keep a laser focus on the B2B market. And I think that's super smart. Many would yeah. agree. Clearly the $250 million investment agreed. <laughs> uh, Aiden, along with his team, are fully qualified. So he himself... Uh, paved the way back in 2017, I believe, mm. on generative AI research. And he worked for Google for several years. The team was super impressive when I looked at the website. We've we've linked it there in the show notes. So a great team addressing a massive wave, but from a different angle. Totally. It would be awesome to see how they do. Seriously, excited to see. And just like ChatGPT gave rise to a Google competitor, right? Bard and Bing, Microsoft had their own. I'm excited to see. I feel like there's some competition brewing here for Cohere mm -hmm. as well. Um, and what you and I were talking about when we were going over this company is that, listen, both of our companies, and I think most companies out there, have made a commitment to AI technology. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody in every role essentially would benefit in figuring out ways to integrate AI just in terms of efficiency. Um, and we've already kind of touched on it in this segment, but People are saying that this, I mean, you, you open Twitter and you see it all over the place. This revolution could be the biggest one we've seen and in terms of technology. Yeah. And there are many different theories about how it will transform, work in life. Some are terrified of it. Some are super excited, and right? There's this such early innings of Such early innings. It's just crazy how, how much 
it can accelerate and I mean, we're going to be along for the ride. <laughs> right. And it's, it's already getting the comparisons of, you know, the internet, the internet and dot com bubble, as well as like the iPhone moment for technology, right? Just like one of those paradigm shifting. This mm-hmm. is the new normal. The sooner you embrace it, the better off you are. Type yeah. Of I mean, technology. we thought it was going to be web three, right? Crypto it's blockchain. True. It remains to be seen. I think people got a little bit excited. This one seems to be different, but who knows? We could be a year from now and yeah. there could be the next thing that next yeah. South by Southwest. We're talking about. <laughs> it's so, true. I'd yeah. say that the big difference there is that it's much easier to feel the tangible difference that AI does in day-to-day life, right? Like Definitely. Web3 was kind of like a, should I buy real estate in this virtual world? Like I will never, you know, right. it's not like a real beachfront. It's a virtual no, beachfront. Would... This is like, okay. I'm now saving minutes, hours, days on end by using AI. Right. And I think we've seen that in the consumer space and how people can just leverage it in their day to day. But Cohere is really in a good position here. And again, we don't, you know, we didn't see necessarily competitors in the B2B space, but they seem to be leading the charge and mm-hmm. equipping businesses, large enterprises. They're going to fall behind if they don't leverage this type of technology, which seems to be a very similar natural language processing algorithm AI technology that uh, Cohere is providing, but with a with a kind of a lens for enterprise and, and their data privacy and their concerns. Um, a lot of money to be made riding that wave and providing the tools to equip these companies. Totally. It, it's it's happening. It just feels like it's happening. Yep. <laughs> got to hop up. Just got to hop on the bus. Yeah. Bus is here. My... Uh... My, my my old man has been paranoid of this moment for the past 30 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doomsday Shelter has been loading. Um, but no, I mean, for us, it's exciting to see how our future and our careers will play out with this, right? And figuring out ways to integrate it into our personal jobs as well as the podcast as frequently, yep. as, as, frequently as possible. For the third story on this week's dose, we have Duetti, which just secured a funding round to the tune of $32 million. Ooh. And that'll be funnier in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> The round included participation from Viola Ventures, as well as Rock Nation, Hove, Untitled, <laughs> and Presight Capital. What we want to highlight here is that Duetti is founded by former title COO Lior Tibon and former Apple Music business development executive Christopher Nolte. So some really experienced figures there from the music and music streaming specifically mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. And Duetti has previously been in stealth mode up until this raise, And in stealth mode, they partnered with over 60 artists comprising over 100 tracks with acquisitions totaling as much as $400,000. I like the sound of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, The startup is looking to get in on the music catalog sales market by providing funding to independent and rising artists in exchange for full catalogs, individual tracks, or even parts of songs. Um, so they'll then optimize and grow their returns through marketing and social platform promotion. So it's this, it's this wave of, you know, we saw quite a shift in the way music was sold from vinyl to CDs to, mm-hmm. you know, tapes to whatever. I'm, you know, I probably sound stupid. We're <laughs> <laughs> in over our head age. here. <laughs> yeah. To, you know, buying songs on iTunes, right? iTunes was yeah. a revolution. Now the streaming where everything's available for a subscription, I think we're starting to see some newer ways, you know, that music is distributed and sold. And I think the idea here clearly that Duetti is going after is to 
make it more equitable for the artists. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head there, partner. As you mentioned, we've been seeing this increasingly more lately. So in late 2021, Bruce Springsteen, the boss, mm. sold his masters to Sony Music in a deal worth the reported $500 million. Oh. Something light. Yep. Um, <laughs> another, another story to highlight here. In May of 2022, so almost a year ago, Justin Timberlake sold his entire catalog, which consisted of about 200 songs, to a Blackstone-backed management company for a deal reportedly worth about $100 million. So again, something yeah. light. Yeah. <laughs> um, and these are just a couple highlights amongst several other famous superstars that have been doing this recently, mm -hmm. including Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks, Shakira, and the list goes on. Ooh, baby, when you talk <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but what's interesting here is that those deals I just highlighted, those people are selling like their masters, their whole catalog, mm -hmm. um, which is a cool way to cash in on, you know, your, your, your life's work essentially. But what's cool about Duetti is that these artists can, if they want to sell their whole catalog and the deal works out great, but there's also individual songs and tracks, you can kind of get more granular and compartmentalize uh, what part of your catalog you're selling. Yeah. It's a new rhythm to the, the same <laughs> song, if you will. <laughs> um, but, you know, with that, their focus is on smaller artists mm -hmm. you know, compared to those superstars you just mentioned. Um, the criteria for that, so they have to have had songs on streaming platforms for two years and racked up at least 500,000 streams over the past 12 months. Right. So you and I, we're, we're close. It's just it hasn't been two years yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking we have, we have some friends. We've got to shout out Dean Keaton and oh, Cole yeah. Bauer, you know, the... The artist behind our intro Our music. iconic intro song. Chapter Big shout one. out to them. Yeah, great song. You should check them out. Always linked in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Deserve a shout out. Great, great song uh, to associate with the pill. Uh, they're close to that. But, you know, it's it's not these super small ones, but at least a certain point where I would say small, medium. Right. right? And the platform helps these artists finance their lives and their careers by mm -hmm. selling royalty streams and other assets. Uh, a good quote here to paraphrase from Avi Zivi, the co-founder of Viola Ventures, one of those investors you mentioned, mm -hmm. independent artist revenue growth is outpacing the entire industry and their highly scalable model returns revenue uncorrelated to broader market and economic conditions, a win-win for investors and musicians. So, you know, as we know, like it's, it's always been hard for musicians to support themselves through right. their passion. And I think this is just another route to get there. Of course, you have to get to that certain point, but, uh, you know, I think there's ways to do that organically through social media and things. And then you start to cash in with a solution like this. Yeah, no, agreed. I love how they're, you know, empowering these smaller artists to cash in on their hard work essentially sooner mm -hmm. than they would just collecting checks from Spotify and these yeah. streaming platforms. So this feels like a more equitable solution, right? For artists and investors alike to... Democratizing access. Come oh, on. Oh, baby. Buzz, buzz, <laughs> buzz. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll be a cool company to track. We haven't done too many in the music space. No. Not, I mean, just broadly speaking. So that'll, that'll be a fun one to, to keep our eyes on as they, as they add more artists and, and grow with this round of funding. Indubitably so. <laughs> and uh, our last company for this week's dose is a company called Healthy.io. They just raised a $50 million Series D led by Schusterman Family Investments. The round also included participation from Aleph and other prior investors um, from previous rounds. Now, the startup provides smartphone-powered kidney tests. Wow. That's just, that packs a punch right yeah. there. 
Um, <laughs> that's huge because 75 million Americans are at risk for chronic kidney disease, according to the press release we've linked in the show notes. Even more noteworthy is the fact that Healthy.io is the first and only company to offer such a solution that is FDA approved in the United States. That is quite impressive and a significant feat there to get FDA approved. Uh, a little bit more on the problem here, and you already touched up on it about the dozens, 75 million people that are at risk for kidney disease. Uh, but furthermore, kidney disease is often referred to as a silent killer uh, because vast majority of people who have it don't even realize that they have it until it becomes a more dangerous later stage disease. Right. Yeah. Another thing worth noting is that the disease affects a greater proportion of underserved communities. And in addition to quantify this problem, the, the annual cost to Medicare of chronic kidney disease is estimated to be a whopping, and I mean whopping, $124 billion. So not only are we talking about saving lives um, and helping underserved communities do so, uh, but we're talking about a massive just economic cost mm -hmm. to society. And so Healthy.io clearly addresses all of those through a really scalable and accessible um, solution to testing and catching this out front. Exactly. And, you know, you and I were joking. It, it really didn't take long for us to get back to your, anal your analysis. Uh, as our pilgrims will recall, we were talking about that AI tracker that you stick in your toilet and it tests your urine to see if there's any diseases or anything you should know about. Uh, so once again, if you like toilet tech, you're in luck. Um, <laughs> but in addition to the core product that we've already highlighted, which they've called the Minute Full Kidney, the company also offers wound image technology for smartphones and computers that allows doctors to monitor patients remotely and effectively. Yeah, a really cool company. I think the mainly the, the exciting opportunity is chronic kidney disease and mm -hmm. addressing that um, in a trans transformational way. But yeah, as you said, they have another really cool product that analyzes images of wounds. Um, you know, insane the the cross section of the medical field with technology. Seriously, um, I think we we need to do a better job of covering more of those companies because those are like when we talk about um, impact investing, right? This is this is impact combined with economic opportunity mm -hmm. at its finest, right? Addressing addressing these massive issues with technology to help save lives and, and make money while doing so, that's that's the beauty of VC, right? That's why 100%. we do this. Yeah, you, you just got me fired up. But yeah, well, well said. Love what they're doing here and excited for this whole field of your analysis. And hopefully it continues to expand. But this field of, yeah, merging technology with cutting edge medical telehealth type of concepts, um, you know, hopefully a field that we continue to highlight and track and see more improvement in. Yeah. And with that, that wraps up this week's dose. Incredible collection of companies today. Seriously. Um, keeping up mix. with the trends. Uh, yeah. It had been too long since we did a traditional dose. You Agreed. Know, amidst all these fun interviews we've been doing. So trying to keep up with those for those of you pilgrims that, that love to hear just us talk. I yeah. know, you know there's those guests and whatnot. But <laughs> Can't get them to shut up already. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. We love our guests. Yeah, we love our yeah. interviews. We try to keep the pilgrims up to date with the most compelling companies out there. So we'll, we'll keep up with that best we can. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yep. But that just about does it for this week's dose. Partner, it was a pleasure as always. As Good always. to be back in the saddle with you here. Yes, sir. Hop right <laughs> in. Ride along. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. 
And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie. That's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do that.